Holden, you're not uh, you're not too stressed out, are you? Uh, no. Why? I just wanted to make sure you're not getting hung up on the little things. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have gone the uh, male anatomy route with the uh, little things joke to start to start the uh, episode, but I decided to take the high road there. Yeah, that's probably for the best, since you're the Prob- one who never wants me to swear, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Olden, what's the intro, man? Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Youthy. You're just blazing through this intro, man. I know. I was just, I'm, I've got a lot of energy right now. I really haven't done anything all day. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple big things of spaghetti for lunch, you know? Oh, boy. Big homemade, things. Homemade sauce. Do you eat spaghetti on a plate or in a bowl? Bowl. Yeah. I eat it on a plate usually, so. I, well, if I, obviously if I like eat it somewhere else, like at a restaurant or something, it'll usually be on a plate, but I don't know. At home, I just find it easier to prepare it in a bowl. Yeah, I used to have it in a bowl. I don't know when I, I don't know why I turned plate. Yeah. These are important questions, Holden. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, we've got a great episode for you this week featuring our review of The Little Things. That one movie podcast. But first, Jimmy, we've got to do Tom's. Do we have to? I think so. Oh my gosh, hold There's a guy holding a gun to your head. I think it's in our contract that we have to, so we probably should. Plus, the guy holding a gun to your head saying we need to do the toms well he's not saying it he's got it written on a little sign he's showing yeah, he has me. it on like a little cue card so you can see it too i say let's just do the let's just go to the movie review and let him shoot you nope <laughs> okay Tom's is a rapid-fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw is the highest, Bombadil is the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy, let's get to it. What do we have this week, Holden? Uh, so first up, we have... Well, we just watched the new SpongeBob trailer. Do we want to talk about that? No. <laughs> Looks bad. Bombadil. There we go. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, okay. Uh, we can go into release dates, though. Uh, so first off, Godzilla vs. Kong got pushed back a whole week. We have to wait a whole extra week for this movie now, Jimmy. It's coming out March 31st. Wow. Are you disappointed that you have to wait to see who's going to win, Godzilla or King Kong? I am. I'm very excited, as you can tell by the tone of my voice. You know, it'll be, you know. The internet has been aflame this week in, in... uh talking about Godzilla versus Kong. I was like I figured this trailer like it would happen and no one would care about it, but apparently it's like Warner Bros most watched trailer or something and now uh like ever or what? Yeah, or like fastest watched like within 24 hours or something like that. And like everyone it was just like a whole a, bu- a bunch of meme discussions were happening about why would King Kong win against Godzilla? There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> King Gallon can't shoot fire or whatever out of his mouth. So. Yeah, like uh doesn't seem practical. No. 
I'm Team Godzilla. We'll see where it ends up in the movie, though. Um, next release date, though, uh, it, actually, the SpongeBob movie. We did officially get a confirmation on when that's coming out. SpongeBob movie Sponge on the Run is going to be releasing on March 4th. Um, it's going to be available on... Uh, it used to be CBS All Access, but now it's called Paramount+. Plus. They rebranded it. So uh, it's going to be on there, but it's actually also going to be available for rental on other platforms like Vudu and Amazon and whatnot. Uh, but it's also releasing alongside the first six episodes of Camp Coral, the SpongeBob prequel series. <laughs> Yikes. Have you seen the trailer for that? No, maybe. I don't know. It I try to block the I try to block these things out of my mind, Holden. It like I mean the animation in the movie lo- is like interesting at least and kind of cool. Just it's like unique for SpongeBob, but like the show just looks like that but way lower budget and like the shading is off on everything, so every all the characters look really dark even though the environment around them is really sunny and stuff. It's bizarre. Hmm. Well, I'm not going to watch it, so the movie, will we even review it? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I think it's like 20 bucks, so we'd have to split it. Oof. We'd have to split it. Yikes. Yeah, uh, that one, I'm going to give that one a bombadil. <laughs> I know we didn't rate Godzilla vs. Cog, but... Is it even coming out in theaters? No, it's it's only coming out on CB or Paramount Plus on digital now, I guess. Yeah, well, I don't know. Bombadil, let's go. <laughs> I already gave it a Bombadil. <laughs> Two Bombadils. Uh, we got a second, uh, or we got another confirmation. Uh, the Snyder Cut is releasing on March 18th officially. So oh, very wow. soon. We'll be very able to, soon. We'll be able to watch the four-hour movie, not miniseries, that is the Snyder Cut. Wow. Uh, some would say maybe too soon. <laughs> <laughs> some would uh, say no. any time is too soon. Some would say not soon enough. Let's get this over with. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of interested. If I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Are we gonna I'll watch s- this one together, Holden? Together? Uh, I mean, I don't really know if I want to sit in a room with four for four hours with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to sit no, in a room I mean, four uh, maybe, hours with the maybe. Justice well, League? What? I mean, do you want to sit in a room for four hours with the Zack Snyder Justice League? No, movie? not really. So I guess if we were together, we could make fun of it. So that's what I'm saying. All right, maybe maybe I'll I'll consider it. Yeah. Um. So I'll actually give it a Brokaw because I am interested. Like, how is what is new in this? Like, all of the trailers, there isn't a lot of new footage, but there has to be because the original movie is like what an hour and a half, two hours. This one's it's an hour fifty nine, I think. Okay, so this is double that length. Like. <laughs> Now Jared I, don't know. I thought the Joker, first one was what I thought the first one was pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess I'll see that movie again that I have not thought about. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what happens. Yeah. Uh, then we also have Zack Snyder's other movie coming out this year. Uh, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Uh, is releasing on Netflix. We knew that already, but it looks like it's going to be releasing sometime in May. I did not know he was making another movie. So We've talked about it on the podcast before, but evidently that just shows how memorable this movie is. <laughs> <laughs> or it just shows how much I preparation I put into the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's based off of a graphic novel from what I remember or something like that. Um, 
I don't know. I think it has like a cool cast. Or I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about it. It's like a zombie action movie, from what I know. So I'm sure it'll have a lot of a lot of snow. <laughs> That's it's snow. Uh, slow motion, and uh, lots of gray. Great. <laughs> uh, you know what? I hope it's good. Uh, but then I actually actually saved your what you'll like the best, Jimmy. We got a yes. con- confirmed release date for Malignant. It's going yes. to be coming out September 10th. Yes. So, uh, and that is another one of those movies that is releasing on HBO Max and theaters simultaneously. So, figure you're excited for that. We, they had like a teaser image and I like, literally, I could not tell what the teaser image was. It was just like o- an object and I could not tell Let what it was supposed it to be. Let me see. Okay. Uh, you know, with me being way smarter than you, yeah. maybe I'll be able to determine what this maybe is. being a teacher and everything. Malignant teaser i don't know james wan put it on his instagram or something uh i don't know what i'm looking at where am i at james wan's horror is it this blade looking thing yeah it kind of looks like that a blade or something it looks like a glove that is a blade that's also like a dagger oh okay well that's cool it's like a little yeah, it looks like a a arm, a fist, and a and a like a glove holding like a little dagger thing. Well, we still don't so, know like anything about this movie, but optimistically, I'll give it a Brokaw. Yeah, I'll give it a Brokaw too. Now I am I mentioned Kong, uh, Godzilla versus Kong being on the internet, but. There was a bigger event that happened on the internet this week. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I will not get into too much of it because I know a lot of people have a lot of opinions on the whole the whole stock market. Thing. And I also don't even quite understand it, even though I've watched four <laughs> explainer videos. Neither do I. Uh, neither of us are, are smart enough to <laughs> so talk about it. So as the authority of this, let's explain exactly what happened. <laughs> No, I do. I I just wanted to mention how it connects to movies because uh, the media like uh, focused a lot on the GameStop stock that was uh, being pushed and whatever. Uh, but another one was AMC, uh, AMC theaters. That was probably the second biggest push that happened uh, due to this subreddit. Um, but so people people started buying a bunch of AMC stock and they were six hundred million dollars in the hole prior to this and then they got <laughs> they got that all paid off due to people <laughs> buying their stocks. <laughs> so uh, what basically what I'm saying is Reddit may have single handedly saved movie theaters. Wow. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I don't know anything about the stock market. I don't either. But I just thought that was funny. Uh, I have seen the big short, so <laughs> I have not. <laughs> so I'm pretty smart. Yeah, I'll give. I guess I'll give it a Brokaw that the company was saved. I don't know. I don't know. I'll give it a Bergeron because I don't quite understand. All yeah, I know is that. Do I. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like people are just sketchy. On from what I understood is that like the that these hedge funds are pretty sketchy and then these redditors did something that's also like just kind of caught them being sketchy but then did sketchy in of themselves yeah i don't really know and then and then the people who are sketchy are like wait you can't be sketchy back (laughs) and then it sounds like people are just doing a bunch of sketchy stuff with stocks so it is what it is i guess um 
but then this was kind of a surprise this week. Uh, there is it was announced that there is a new Cloverfield movie in the works. But on not only not just like one of the Cloverfield anthology films. This one is a direct sequel to the original movie. Um, it's not so it's not going to be like your Ten Cloverfield Lane or your Clover Cloverfield Paradox thing. Uh, it's not going to be found footage. And uh, it's not Matt Reeves is not returning to direct. I didn't remember that he had directed Cloverfield. <laughs> I had forgot that too. I was about to say Matt Reeves did Cloverfield. Yeah, um, but it's going to obviously J.J. Uh, Abrams is still producing it, but it's going to be written by, uh, <laughs> which means literally nothing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's going to be written by the apparently showrunner of the upcoming Gotham PD show, which is kind of funny because Matt Ra- Reeves is doing the Batman movie connected to that. Uh, yeah, what do you think about a new Cloverfield movie? Uh, I'll just go Bombadil. <laughs> hey, look, I I have not seen the original. 10th Cloverfield Lane is great until the last 15 minutes. And uh, Cloverfield Paradox is pretty bad. So You haven't seen the original? No. I didn't know that. I feel like it's too late. Like, I feel like it. I would not, like, it might be fine, but there's no way I'm going to, like, really like it anymore. No. It can't have aged that well. No, I mean, I don't think it's, like, super great or anything, but, I mean, if it's on, like, Netflix or something, it's probably worth a watch. It's pretty short, too, I think. I don't know. That's my official stance, Holden. Bombdale. We'll give it a Bergeron, (laughs) I guess. I'm just Uh, feeling edgy today. (laughs) Uh, Then it was also announced this week that there is a reboot of Spy Kids in the works. Jimmy, you ever watch the Spy Kids films? Bombadil. <laughs> That's those are weird movies, man. I've seen them all. I think. Uh, the I was reading that this is in part due to the success of apparently the the Shark Boy and Lava Girl sequel. Apparently, did really well on Netflix. Um, but it's going to be written and directed by the creator Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> Bombadil. <laughs> I'll give it a brokaw. You know what? No. Spy Kids are... It's it's pretty funny. Spy Kids Yikes. 2, Island of Lost Dreams, was like one of my favorite movies growing up. Well, yeah. That explains a lot. <laughs> I think Sylvester Stallone is the bad guy in the third one. Is he? I think I so. have not... I don't think I've seen those like since they were in theater. Well, the first one. I'm not sure if I've ever seen all of the third one. I've seen the first and I owned the first and second one. I want to say like the third one was one of the first movies to like really push 3D with the red and the blue. Probably. Well, yeah, it was called Spy Kids 3D Game Over. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, I liked it when it came out, but no. All right. uh, The next up, uh, you remember that Tomb Raider movie we saw, Jimmy? (laughs) hardly (laughs) yeah i i constantly forget that that exists uh but we have some news about the upcoming sequel it's apparently going to be directed by misha green who is uh hot off of being the creator and director of lovecraft country on hbo which uh is apparently good i've seen a little bit of it because my roommate was watching it and it seemed pretty cool but i haven't really I, I, sh- I just need to sit down and watch it at some point. Uh, there is no release date for this movie yet. It was originally coming out in March of this year. We almost got a new Tomb Raider movie pretty soon. But obviously, if they haven't filmed it at this point, that's not happening. 
Nah, you can whip that thing out. <laughs> uh, you know, I would love to see a good Tomb Raider movie. Um, I would, if I had to bet, I would say Uncharted's gonna be better. Yeah, me too. But um, hey, look, I I, I enjoy Tomb Raider, so <laughs> love to see a good one. We still haven't had it, so <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a, a Bergeron because I guess yeah, the Bergeron. director sounds promising. Um. Then this one I know you won't care about as much, so this is more for me. Um, it's the Baby Driver 2 script is apparently complete. Um, I actually, I, like, I mean, Edgar Wright had said something about making Baby Driver 2, but he hadn't really said anything in a long time, so I kind of assumed maybe he just decided he didn't want to. But uh, he said that apparently he has over three drafts of it done with one final one that he thinks uh, will work really well. And um, he complained about how people online are just constantly pestering him about it. So he just finally came out and said something. <laughs> apparently, it just like COVID obviously has like run into his schedule and messed things up. But what do you think, Jimmy? I did not know that he was planning on making up a Baby Driver 2 mm-hmm. cruise control. Um <laughs> That'd be adolescent perfect. driver. Adolescent driver. Adolescent driver. Restricted permit. Would you, would you see a baby driver too? Yeah, sure. Yeah. The first one's overrated. I disagree, but <laughs> <laughs> I would also see it because I love the first one. Broke yeah, off. First me. one's all right. <laughs> Bergeron. What do you give it? Bergeron. All right. First one's all right. <laughs> Uh, this one, this was like interesting. So there's a new horror romance movie coming out uh, called Bones and All, and it's apparently about a woman who compulsively kills and eats the people she falls in love with. The only reason <laughs> I'm uh, mentioning this movie is because it's apparently going to be directed by uh, I can't remember how you say his name, so forgive me. Uh, it's like Luca Guadagnino. Uh, he's the guy who directed Call Me by Your Name and the remake of Suspiria. Um, I've seen the I've seen Call Me by Your Name. It is very good, uh, and apparently yep. Timothy Chalamet is in talks to uh, star in it as the lead role. So, what do you think, Jimmy? Sound interesting? Sounds interesting. Yeah, I'll give it a Bergeron. Yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it a Brokaw because of the names attached and concept. Um, be a sleeper hit. Yeah, and then the last big thing I have is, uh, and I know you won't care about this really, it's uh, about yes. the Borderlands movie. Uh, but apparently Kevin Hart has been cast as Roland, who uh, is one of the playable characters from the first game. Um, and I think Kate Blanchett was previously cast as Lilith, who's another one of the playable characters. Um, but it's going to be R-rated also. And apparently Craig Mazin is also writing this one. Uh, because he's doing the Last of Us series, mm-hmm. but he's also writing this movie. He's the dude who wrote Chernobyl. Yeah. So, has he? Did he do anything before Chernobyl? I feel like he did, but maybe it wasn't anything huge. I think a lot of this is him hot off of Chernobyl being really good. <laughs> yeah. Which is uh, good for him. Yeah. Bergeron. Yeah, I'll give it a Bergeron as well. Um. Yeah, and then I guess, Jimmy, It's uh, you, you said you had something about Tesla. Oh, yeah, so not super movie-related, but we got to bring this up, Holden, because the new, like, Tesla models or whatever when they showed images of, like, the steering wheel, like, there's no top part. It, like, looks like a jet, like, 
controls or like spaceship. Oh, sure. It looks really cool. Like it looks amazing. <laughs> but it's like put your hands at Tenet two, and it's like <laughs> there is no Tenet two. It's like literally just like the sides. Um. So you know the safety of that. You know, it's might just be a problem. Three and nine. And then it literally is. <laughs> and then there's no gear shift. So it like automatically senses what gear you're in. Really? Like in terms of like park <laughs> and reverse. What? And I'm like, I don't want my car to be guessing what gear I'm going to go into <laughs> when I'm in a parking lot. So, yeah, I just thought that was like the a, both a little ridiculous and probably not legal (laughs) (laughs) it's one of those things where i mean i've always thought teslas look cool but now i'm like do i actually want to get one if this is where they're going (laughs) apparently you can override the gears like selection on the touchscreen but i'm like (laughs) you're just driving on the interstate and all of a sudden you just go into park (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah the car could just malfunction that seems like a really sounds like a terrible idea yeah (laughs) So, um, yeah, I thought Teslas were cool, but apparently now I'm just not going to get one ever. <laughs> not that you were ever going to on a teacher's salary, am I right? Oh, that's funny. Hold on. <laughs> just oh. t- I'm still waiting for you to get a job. Yeah, that's true. No, I'm, not, I'm not one to speak. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just thought that was ridiculous and insane. I highly recommend looking at the pictures. Looks great. Also, you can just like play The Witcher <laughs> on the front console, apparently. Yeah, I saw so, I, I saw Elon tuss, or tweeted something that just says, yes, it can play cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just I thought that would be a fun little thing to, to just throw in there. Just imagining if your if your car would just uh, change gears automatically and i don't think that would be a good um, yeah i wouldn't want that between you know between park and reverse and drive uh so yeah that's all i got holden shall we review the little things yes off we go to the little things oh here we are at the little things we made it. <laughs> uh, non-spoiler little, review. Yeah, non-spoiler review. Um, oh, God. My cat is scratching at my door. I'm hoping that's not getting picked up on the microphone. <laughs> I don't hear it. All right. Um, but anyway, uh, The Little Things. I was not aware of this movie before the whole like HBO Max simultaneous in theaters and uh, streaming thing. Uh, but this was originally just going to be released in theaters. Um but we, at least I watched it on HBO Max. I assume you did too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's a police procedural. Um, it's, I don't know. It's basically seven. <laughs> the movie. You know seven. that movie's. You know the movie Seven with Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt, and Kevin Spacey. This is that, but not as good. Yeah, basically. I guess to give it like a, a brief plot synopsis, like Denzel Washington, he has he's a cop who's had like a, 
a mysterious past that the audience isn't aware of. Uh, maybe something it's it's apparent that something had gone wrong. In well, it, there's like this. His one investigation triggers him, yeah, for whatever reason. And you're like, and he's he needs to like solve this case, and it's like yeah. it destroys his life that he needs to solve this case yeah. and this baggage that he takes with him. Yeah, and he's uh, while solving this uh, this case in L.A., he meets Rami Malek and uh, Jared Leto at various points. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it, it, when I say it's the plot of Seven, uh, it, it basically is the plot of Seven. Like I, I mean, that's the one that I see compared to a lot online. There are other. It takes a lot from other procedurals too, but I think like. Especially when we get to spoilers, there's there's so many comparisons you can make between this and Seven. Oh, that's I mean, just I didn't look at anything online, but I was just thinking that while I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, even some of like the locations felt familiar and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I, I guess general thoughts. I I didn't really like this movie. I thought it was really boring. <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> I mean, this is like a minor spoiler, I guess, but I thought they were just pretty bad detectives. Yeah. (laughs) We can talk about more of that in spoilers, but like, I don't know. I I guess uh, I have notes here. I'm just trying to look through some of these. Like the acting is a strength, obviously. I I think, well, I think. I don't think Denzel Washington is very good. He kind of just seems like he's there for a paycheck. I thought he was good. No, I don't know. And I I mean, like, Jared Leto is just basically being Jared Leto from a bunch of other movies. <laughs> <laughs> you, my joke was going to be old. And, oh, Rami Malek and, uh, and Denzel Washington are playing two cops and Jared Leto's just playing himself. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's... I thought Rami Jared Malek Leto was great. Pl- Imagine this. Jared Leto plays a creepy guy that you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise it's just yeah it's just him in real life because i am the internet's number one jared leto hater i, I want to take uh, that title i will say there were a couple like detect little denzel washington detective kind of sequences that i thought were more interesting than other things but i thought this movie took forever to get going mm-hmm. like they were like oh we need to establish this world and these characters but they really just didn't do anything no it's just like meandering because like Aside from those three characters, like everyone else is just there to spout exposition and like doesn't, I don't know, none of the side characters seemed of any importance aside from those three. No, they were not. And the beginning is supposed to be like intense and good and I just thought it was whatever. Oh, I I completely forgot about that intro. I just thought it was cliche honestly or stupid <laughs> i'm like what are you doing um this isn't based on a true story is it no i, I don't think, think so. so no okay so i actually did look into the production of this movie a bit so apparently this script was written in 1993 like this is an old this movie has been taking a long time to get made um at least the first original version of the script was written by the director john lee hancock and he originally, like, Steven Spielberg was going to direct this. Wow. So, which is, you know, what? he was, really. Yeah. and So I, it doesn't really borrow from Seven. 
Well, I but probably but, like does. that's the thing is like I don't know what's what's rewritten because I mean obviously this has been like it didn't really enter production until probably the last few years so that's like twenty years where John Lee Hancock could have just been like oh you know what this worked really well in seven let's put it in here <laughs> um, you know but this, you know John Hancock this could have been his signature movie <laughs> that's bad it, well you know. I thought, you know, his name was all over the script, though. Oh so. <laughs> uh, this, is what, this is what the audience is here for. Yeah. Not insightful movie commentary. They're here for bad puns. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I will say that Rami, 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 however you say it. How are we going to say it? Let's make it Rami, exactly. I'm going to say Rami. Rami Malik. And Denzel Washington are both just like <laughs> the whole time, so I had to put on headphones. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are just low, rumbly voices. Um, um, I thought the be- editing at the beginning of the movie was very awkward. Like and how so? In in the vein of Monster Hunter, where just unnecessarily fast paced, especially considering nothing was really happening. Mm-hmm. I was like, if you're gonna be slow paced, you don't need to just. Cut, 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 Like, just let the scene breathe. Let your actors act, especially yeah. when you have Denzel Washington and Rami Malek. Um, I thought the music was decent. It was okay. Uh, That's the, it's the same composer as 1917. It has, like, these harp motifs and, and uh, piano in there. Uh, I thought, you know, there were some good moments... I think Denzel Washington had all the good moments, honestly, over Rami Malek. Uh, yeah, I okay. Rami Malek's character, I I don't know. I mean, I think there were a couple points where, well, I had to like get up at one point and like I went up and got a drink of water or something. But I there's a couple moments where I just I feel like I missed something with his character. I feel like they didn't give enough background and I just didn't understand him because he's like, I guess he's a really good detective. But I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah, really ever like, see that. They just say he's good, but he doesn't really do anything. Yeah. He just kind of gets schooled by Denzel Washington, but then Denzel Washington also doesn't do anything really. I mean, he does a little bit, but... Yeah, it's just constantly... Char- it's the side characters that don't matter singing their praises <laughs> without us actually seeing it. Yeah. Um, I don't have a ton of thing non-spoiler-wise uh let's see it's just yeah i mean it 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 was a serviceable crime thriller with like a-list actors or a or b-list actors you know what i'm saying yeah like, if this movie doesn't have Rami malik jared leto and denzel washington it's literally it's nothing i the ending i mean obviously i won't get into spoilers for ending but i also just found the ending really unsatisfying like, i did too <laughs> It just it's it's not like it's not quite like Monster Hunter, but it's similar in the way where it just kind of ends. <laughs> it's not fully resolved. That's all I'll say, though. Yeah. And then it looks like it's going this ambiguous route and then it just doesn't. <laughs> and I'm like, because I was like, oh, that's interesting that you could interpret this multiple ways. And then it's like, oh, no, no. OK. <laughs> all right. I guess that's not as interesting. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I was not that. Im- it was. It felt like it was like, oh, look at how good this ending is. And I was like, no, yeah, it's just not. Um. So yeah, it was fine. Yeah. I don't think it's as bad as like the Metacritic score and all that. No, it's just. I don't know. There's. It doesn't stand out really. Like there's. No. It I don't doesn't. think there's really anything unique. Probably the most. I mean, I guess the most unique thing, but I feel like this is in another movie too, um, would be like Denzel Washington, like kind of being like, like seeing the dead people. That's kind of, that's kind of unique, but it doesn't really do anything. (laughs) Like just kind of weird more than anything else. Um, it's an interesting stylistic choice, but it's like, you don't need it. I also found the, uh, the thematic relevance of the title, wasn't it was kind of dumb like <laughs> I, I feel like it was it thought it was a lot deeper than it actually was <laughs> yeah i mean it plays into the ending i guess it depending on how what you thought of the ending yeah this movie is made by the ending and i just don't think the ending is as good as it thinks it is no it's not so i think that's so i honestly don't think this movie is as good as it thinks it is i think the first half until I mean, this isn't really a spoiler. In fact, maybe it's more of a warning. Jared Leto doesn't show up until like halfway through the movie, which kind of surprised me because he was like pretty prominent in the trailers and stuff. Um, but I thought the I thought up until that point the movie was pretty boring. <laughs> like, yeah, I I agree. I mean, I they don't really do anything. They yeah. just kind of talk in their low rumbly voices. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Need to have subtitles on cop. to understand what they're saying. <laughs> Man, that Rami Malek, such a great cop. Don't get mixed up with Denzel <laughs> Washington. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, th- my thing is, I'm, when am I ever going to recommend this movie over seven or over yeah. prisoners or, you know, over Zodiac? <laughs> yeah. The, all three of those movies I think are like way better. So, and I like a good crime thriller. So I, I still enjoyed this movie. Like I, I w- didn't feel like a waste of two hours, but it wasn't like, man, I got to go recommend this to everybody. I'm yeah. I'm just very middle of the road on it. I, I thought it was it, it was fine in a lot of areas, but it didn't really grip me in any meaningful I, way. So I thought the climax was decent to watch while watching it, but then the, the resolution was unsatisfactory. Yeah, I agree. I want like if, <laughs> if this movie had a better if this movie had a better end to the climax, it would have been more interesting. Or if it would have kept going or something, it just was, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It felt like it needed another chapter or mm-hmm. something to me. Like the story didn't really feel that wrapped up. No. And I think the tw- that the, I won't say anything. I guess. <laughs> so well, we'll talk about spoilers. Anything else to say, Holden? No, I don't think so. We can give a rating. I'll give it a seven. I think seven. Seven. Very- <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think seven is a fair score for this movie. It's a, I think it's a serviceable, well-acted procedural, crime procedural, whatever, police procedural that doesn't soar above, but is still entertaining enough, and it's on HBO Max if you have that. So, I, th- I'm I don't prob- think you'll be like, I regret watching that movie. No, I 
probably for me, I'm like very, like I said, I'm very middle. So I'm probably going to go five and a half, honestly. Um, I will say that like there are moments where the cinematography is, is very good. Yeah. Um, and I it's think the editing gets, movie. the editing gets better as the movie goes on. I think this is a movie that gets better as it goes on. Mm-hmm. Certainly. I, Cause at the beginning I was like, this is absolutely nothing to me. And then I got more invested, but I don't think I'll ever rewatch it. That's no. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think it's very, for me, justify my rating. I think it's a very serviceable film in a lot of ways. I, I didn't really like the acting that much, uh, personally. Um, I do think it's a nice looking film for the most part. Um, but yeah, if you want a better John Lee Hancock movie, I actually really recommend the founder from a few years ago. Oh, from the McDonald's one. Yeah. I like that one quite a bit. I should, Um, I need to see that. Yeah. But I, that one, I think that one's bolstered though, just by Michael Keaton being Michael Keaton and very charismatic and funny. So yeah. Uh, five and a half, seven for you. Let's go on to our spoiler review. I rhymed. Yeah, all the the little things just kind of feels like uh, if you tried to write a movie. (laughs) Me? (laughs) Just kidding. I would hope not. I would be a lot more uh, subtle about my inspirations, I think. Well, I mean, if if the script hadn't changed from 1990... that's assuming it hasn't changed though which i find i would have had to have changed um anyway i want to get the relationship between denzel washington and rami malik is a pretty is very similar to the relationship of morgan freeman and oh yeah and brad pitt in seven no it's the three leads essentially play the the exact like cut and paste almost the same characters from seven like jared only Leto's, jared leto they're just, not as interesting yeah in you. jared leto is just kevin spacey's character from that movie and like about that the climax is like basically the same thing too yeah <laughs> like i was like is he just gonna find his family in these holes or what it's gonna happen yeah. and it wasn't that exciting it was just nothing and then he kills him yeah <laughs> it yeah it was i also like what are the odds this guy didn't do it but has all this stuff in there he's just a weird fanatic guy like they didn't even get close to the actual killer no i I, which is why i'm like they didn't even (laughs) they didn't literally didn't do anything well what bothers me so jared leto like a big red herring that we're pretty sure to almost certain that he didn't do it by the end but he they they just like go and start investigating him like based off of a whim that Denzel Washington has or whatever he's just like yeah I'm just gonna go into this like laundromat or wherever and just start let me let me get a repair shop yeah oh yeah yeah and so I like I mean sure he seems like a, a like a prime suspect for most of the movie but like the way they start investigating him just makes no sense they just assume that he did it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like they, they thought he was he guilty it. from the start. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just doesn't do that stuff as well as like a seven or a prisoners. Mm-mm. No, I guess. Well, I don't want to spoil seven or what, you know, prisoners. So I guess I won't get into that too much. Yeah. 
But what was I going to say about, oh yeah, the told twist that Denzel actually shot the girl who like survived the murder or whatever. I just thought that was so unnecessary. Yeah, it's not, it's not needed. And I honestly, when you mentioned the twist earlier, I like could, I could not remember what you meant by the twist because it's so inconsequential. Well, like I was almost going to say that, well, the twist at the end, but I was like, well, I shouldn't say twist because that's kind of a spoiler in itself. Mm -hmm. But then you have the other, so that I just thought I was like, why did we need, I was just like, Wait, why are we in a flashback? Oh, he actually shot that girl. Okay. okay. <laughs> is this diehard? What's going on here? Yeah. Like, like, I just didn't think it added that much. Like, okay, I guess he's triggered. Like, I, he feels bad about that. But he could have just still felt bad about this unsolved case that was horrific. Like, why did you need that extra layer? Yeah, and it doesn't make sense because the only... <sighs> They I mean, do. I guess it, it makes it explains why he went like he got so obsessed with solving the case to like avenge her death or mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Or like to redeem himself for that or at least bring but that justice. could just be like a personality quirk that he has that he's like kind of obsessive in that way. Like it, it's not needed. Like it's and they and the severity of that murder could have explained it, you know, mm-hmm. like this crazy killer is still out there. Yeah, and that twist really only serves for them to cover up the murder of Jared Leto, which I, when that whole thing happened, I'm just like, I'm not even rooting for these guys anymore. Like, (laughs) Rami, I like, I I mean, Jared Leto, yeah, he was a creep, but Rami Malek just killed him, and then now they're covering up this murder that that they did. Like, it, it was very, very dumb in my eyes. Not to mention, there's just still still a serial killer loose. Like, <laughs> the easiest thing you could have done was just held Jared Leto. I mean, even if they wanted to be, like, unconventional, you just kidnap him or whatever. You take him to the... De- and then wait a couple days, and if another murder happens, it's like, well, you know. Yeah, exactly. Guess you're not it. Or when he says, like, I didn't do it, and he's obviously insane, you're like, well, whatever. I just thought it was, like, so contrived and convenient that he was that like the movie makes it seem like he really didn't do it like that doesn't mm-hmm. seem even that ambiguous no especially towards the end when it just shows denzel washington buying the hair clips yeah <laughs> which i like, i i had to like go rewatch the scene because i did not understand the significance of that because at first when Rami Malek just gets it, I'm like, oh, it's the hair clip. I was like, well, was he actually the killer or did Denzel Washington's character actually just go deke or whatever his name is, go and buy that? Mm-hmm. And then literally 10 seconds later, it's like he's holding the package. I'm like, well, that just yeah, it <laughs> takes just in away le- any interest I had about that. <laughs> yeah, if that extra scene with Denzel wasn't there, the ending could have been a little bit better. And but I guess he's just sparing him from that. I pain I don't know I also don't understand like I can I I mean I am not happy with the choice for them to kill Jared Leto and then cover it up but what was like Jared Leto's purpose of bringing Rami Malek out there and then just pissing him off like provoking him to kill like he knows <laughs> it wasn't very compelling writing no you know like the fact that he's not the killer doesn't make it more interesting it's just like this just seems not very realistic yeah like i don't just because he's obsessed with murders he's like gonna go through with all this i mean it's like 
he's he's provoking him in the way i guess i i, I kind of want to get into seven the ending of seven a little bit uh he so i guess spoilers for the end of seven um, well, what, what do you need to mention I just want to. I just want to mention that, like, he's provoking him in the same way that Kevin Spacey is provoking Brad Pitt in that movie. But yeah, like, but and, but the payoff is not there. Yeah, like in exactly. Seven, it's like you know he literally is like I'm the guy. Yeah, like he just announces that he's the criminal or whatever. Yeah. And they're still out in the middle of nowhere, like in Seven. Yeah, it's just the ending is basically that, except without the <laughs> without the payoff. villain. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I just other just notes I took while watching it the 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 joggers where he goes to like stock the joggers is that the road in La La Land it kind of looked like, like it it looked like one of the roads in La La, it La Land it also kind of just looked like a road out of GTA 5 <laughs> <laughs> um the that one one of like the detectives one of the few side characters who like has a speaking role or whatever is like uh the same actress who plays tom haverford's love interest in parks and rec i was like who Wait, is what? this lady like lucy or whatever her name is oh yeah the other detect yeah that's right she's also in um the show the santa clarita diet on netflix which oh. i like a lot uh if there's like a half a second where you see a goodfellas billboard because this movie does take place in 1990 oh that's the i wanted to mention that non-spoilers but i'll talk about it here like it's the 90s is so it's it's the 90s setting does not matter for this movie like at all no i get just guessing yeah like i didn't understand why it needed to be the 90s yeah i and like me i I watched like cell phone tracking or something i watched it with my roommate becky and like we we spent like half the movie trying to figure out when it was set it was just said the 90s did it didn't it I don't know. Maybe we just missed that part. But like we like from the sets and everything, it just seemed ambiguously 20th century. Like it was not. I was actually guessing it was more 80s or 70s, but. Well, 1990. So uh, I like how that one, the coroner or whatever you want to call her. She sees Denzel Washington talking to the dead body, but still will go to dinner with him <laughs> <laughs> afterwards. She literally watches him do it and she's like, nice, nice, fine. Uh, I thought the scene where Denzel Washington like sees his ex-wife was very well acted, and I thought like, ooh, yeah, you could that feel, was that you could like the past between them was very palpable, and you can tell that they still like loved each other, but this obsession got in the way, and this inability to move on or kind of forgive himself. That was probably uh at least for Denzel Washington, the best acting I saw from him. I also, that I completely forgot that scene was in the movie. Like it, it's a good scene, but I don't think it's really necessary. No, it's not. Um, the, when there, some of these nighttime car scenes are like, you can tell there's like rear projection. <laughs> yeah. It was very <laughs> obvious. And I'm like, this is an interesting, like, are they trying to be like film noir moody here? It just felt out a little bit out of place. I, you know, we're talking about that in the 90s setting you know maybe the script wasn't changed at all from the 90s since it would have just been modern day in the 90s <laughs> like maybe the yeah film i mean that's just... why so yeah i don't know so i don't know like i said i just watched zodiac like a month ago i would recommend zodiac over this any day of the week yeah for personally, sure. personally i just think it's more interesting um 
and like I said, the, the, it's it because this movie sets itself up to be like an investigation thriller, but it really isn't about that. It's more like, oh, shoot, we made a mistake. Now what do we do? Oh, okay. One of my big gripes with what happens in this movie. So they're going to, they want to go break into Jared Leto's apartment, right? So they, Rami Malik decides, all right, I'm going to call jared leto and tell him that i'm gonna meet him at a bar and then that'll give denzel washington enough time to go in and check out this apartment or whatever meanwhile i just won't meet him at the bar yeah. to buy extra time yeah why would you not <laughs> i did not understand like why don't or you to just raise go... suspicion yeah like, why don't you just go to like yeah first of all it's more suspicious if you're not there second of all he's just gonna like sit there for five minutes and then probably leave like he doesn't have any investment and staying there for a long time or anything no that's what i was like why did he just stand stand him up i just that part didn't make any sense and i okay i was laughing denzel washington climbing on the roof he just looked really (laughs) silly while he was doing it (laughs) and there's it's just like obviously there's a guy poorly climbing across over this roof yeah and no one sees him (laughs) yeah and then the guy's got the whole floorboard thing of the articles hey, whatever and yeah. then jared leto is just a creep like he's like boo or like he's not invited or i'm just gonna be weird for no reason yeah i like i don't get the point i don't understand the motivation for him to like be acting so suspicious and like just not helpful if especially since it, it it's pretty apparent that he didn't do it like it's just like it's so much better done in the in prisoners where you have a couple suspects where you're like man either of these people could do it and you're really not sure if they did it or if they did not do it and you can feel yourself going in between mm-hmm. whereas this movie it's like well i don't really care if they did it or not because this i don't really like this guy <laughs> um i don't know yeah i i guess that's all i have to say about it just like yeah it's just I'll never watch it again. Yeah, it's a movie that I'm probably going to forget about fairly soon, honestly. Yeah, um, I was thinking I mean, about that, too. I mean, not it makes sense it was released in January. January is typically a, a month of very, very just okay movies. So, makes sense. Uh, but, I mean, obviously it's on HBO Max, so if, if you're if you This is spoilers, in, Holden. Yeah, again. I know. I do this every time, though, so just got to keep it up. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to watch it, uh, go watch it there. <laughs> hey, wait a second, Holden. One time you invited me to get drinks with you, and then you just didn't show up. Were you robbing my apartment? Uh, <laughs> on to the next wait segment. A, <laughs> wait a second. Where's my PlayStation? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Holden, what are you doing? Um, In my house? Oh my what are gosh, you doing? what am I doing there? Just getting out of that house. It would be really funny if like, we just stopped recording after the review and then I just <laughs> went over to your apartment to f- do this part. You mean it was funny that you did that? Oh yeah, wink, wink. They wouldn't know. They don't know any better. Hold on, we're doing. <laughs> just kidding. We're not in my apartment. We're on the moon. <laughs> Woo! First podcast to be recorded on the moon. Holden, what an honor! Thanks, thanks NASA yeah. and Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, Tom Cruise. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, so this week, uh, finished my film class for my J-term. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Um, but the last two movies that I watched for it, uh, both ones I had seen before, but uh, re-watching No Country for Old Men, and I uh, did a film analysis for my final project on uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I've seen, like, that was probably my fourth or fifth time. I've still only seen it the one time. Yeah, well, Does it get I think better I, each time, or yeah, I think I like it more each time. I, I think it gets better paced because you know what's coming, and you're more. You, I think it's a movie that works better. That like you know what happens. El Rancho scene or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I yeah, I think I saw it twice in theaters. I watched it once with my parents. Maybe this was only the fourth time I'd seen it. Anyway. Uh, still very good. I still really like it. I think this and Hateful Eight, both I like a little bit more each time I watch them, because I think both movies like I liked them when they came out, but I think they kind of go up a little bit each time I um I watch them. Everybody uh, and then craps on the Hateful Eight. It's a good movie, man. I don't yeah. know what people don't like about that movie. Have you seen the Netflix extended version? No. I mean, is there really anything that different about it? Not super. I mean, if, if you want to rewatch it, I would recommend it. There's there are a few extra scenes that are kind of cool, but um, yeah. And then uh, No Country for Old Men is obviously still uh, very great as well. Um, that one I was surprised. Don't how much put it in your don't put it in your pocket. Don't put it in your pocket. I, uh, the most you've ever lost in the coin flip. <laughs> well, I I was surprised. Well, I lost the uh, I lost getting the ball in overtime in the Super Bowl. Just Tom Brady. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> they do a coin flip for that. It's a it's a joke. Almost. Okay, well I don't understand. I uh, I know I, you don't I, football. <laughs> I was surprised how much I didn't remember about No Country for Old Men though. Like I I'd only seen it the one time, and what I kind of thought was the whole movie is just like the first third or so of it, and there's just like a whole middle part that I did not remember. So I like, what I watched it a couple years ago, and I honestly don't remember that much about it. Yeah. Um, and there's other a whole, than the gas station scene, I just I did not know Woody Harrelson was in it. Completely forgot. <laughs> That's right, he is. Who does he? Is he a cop? No, he's like he works for the guy who, um, what's his name, Javier Bardem worked for, but then kind of betrayed. I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, very good movie. Highly recommended if you haven't seen it yet. Um, and besides that, okay, uh, the last two weeks, I have completely forgot to mention this for some reason, but I have been watching WandaVision as it comes out. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to like, cause I was going to ask you that last week and it completely blanks. I'm like, Holden has to be watching that. Yeah, no, I, it's, it, (laughs) it blanked in my mind the last two weeks too. Um, how is it Holden? It's, it's pretty good. Um, I think it's the first couple episodes, um, well actually first three episodes are primarily just like sitcom based with some like hints of like like different things happening and like it has some weird creepy surreal moments in it that you don't really understand what what's happening that it does the sitcom stuff really well though like i genuinely thought some of it was pretty funny um and i think they recreate like the different eras very very well from at least what i've experienced in those types of shows it's really quite interesting. Like, I don't 
the latest episode is more kind of it's it's focusing more on the overarching story and that one I'm curious to see where they go because I feel like I know what's happening pretty well at this point but there's five episodes left so I'm guessing that's a lot of episodes yeah so I'm guessing there's more than meets the eye with this but yeah I I would recommend it we'll see how it goes I'm sure are you gonna watch it at any point Jimmy I mean, I'll see if people really like the ending of the first season, and then maybe I can watch it over like a week or so. Okay. And can do it. I think it's only one season, so. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, this one's only, I think Loki's going to have multiple seasons, but. Um, yeah. Uh, besides that, I finished the first season of Twin Peaks, Jimmy. <laughs> what you were making fun of me for watching last week. It is, I. I get the hype for it, man. It's it's pretty good. It's it also has not gotten like that pretentious yet. Like I think the season two premiere had some like things. I'm like, all right, this is very David Lynchy. But for the first entire season, I was like, yeah, there's occasionally a weird thing, but it's mostly just like a murder mystery with a bunch of like really entertaining characters. A very quirky. So I should watch it. Yeah, I would recommend it. Hmm. We shall I, see. Yeah. Uh, oh, dang it. I dropped my phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got it. Um, I just this morning watched. Have you heard of um, the Small Axe series on Amazon? No. Okay. It's Steve McQueen. I don't have Prime, so. Oh, okay. Steve McQueen, the director who did like 12 Years a Slave, uh, he just came out with like five five movies that he's directed like five brand new movies oh yeah i have heard of this yeah yeah um and just this morning i watched the first one uh mangrove and it's mangrove it's basically uh trial of the chicago seven but better (laughs) wow is what i thought i mean i thought it was it gave a lot more interesting background i mean it's a completely different story but it still does focus largely on a trial um how long are they uh they're they're like full length movies this one it was two hours and he came out with five of them at once yeah how did he do that i don't know i are they all on prime yeah they're all on prime that's where they are because i saw these on like a lot of top 10 movie Mm -hmm. lists and i'm like what are these yeah people seem to really like the first two especially i haven't watched the second one yet but um they're all supposed to be pretty good i really recommend this first one i know one's like about a party i think that's the second one yeah yeah um it's all kind of i think it's from what i can tell or what i've read i think it's just various parts of the black community in like uh england kind of throughout the 20th century i don't know if it's like a specific time period for all of them but it seems to be kind of different aspects of it um so yeah it's pretty cool i i think that every time he comes out with a movie steve mcqueen he has to say (laughs) ka-chow <laughs> Lightning McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Olden. Anything else? Uh, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Um, I watched another. I watched a Noah Baumbach movie I hadn't seen before. A oh, director of one. Marriage Story. I watched Francis Ha. Have you heard of that one? No. Uh, it's like, it's a pretty good movie. It's like it's this black and white movie starring Greta Gerwig, and she is like. 
she's kind of this layabout. Well, she's a she's an aspiring dancer, I guess, an aspiring dancer living in New York, and it's just kind of her life. There's not a huge plot thread to it. It's kind of focuses on her relationship with her best friend, but it to me I really liked it because it made me just want to go out and like travel and live life. <laughs> like it was one of those movies that made me really think like, hey, I should. I should do some stuff while I'm young. Like this is it's it's a lot of fun and adventurous. It was a very good vibe of a movie. Nice. Um yeah, I think that's basically it though for me. Yeah, I'm not gonna have too much to add. I've just I have not finished Ghost of Tsushima or Chernobyl, but I'm getting closer. Nice. I'll definitely finish Chernobyl this week before the next episode, but um How's Chernobyl going? I I definitely enjoy it. I mean, it's fantastic mm-hmm. and it's crazy and definitely worth watching if you if you like good entertainment. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I just can't like I'm excited for Craig Madsen and uh, Johan Rank, whatever his name is. What's Johan Rank? Is he directing the first episode of Last of Us or no, something? I don't think he's doing it anymore. I think didn't we say oh, he's not. a couple of weeks ago he's not doing it? Okay, I thought what you said he was. All right, but I'm just excited for what they do because very well written, very well directed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's great. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, amazing. Still just need to finish that. I'll be finishing that in the next couple of weeks, and then I'll be just sad because I won't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do, Holden. What do I do? I don't know, Jimmy. There are a plenty of games i'm sure you can play been let me see if i've been listening to any podcasts i've been finished the serial season two podcast i probably did that last week i just didn't mention that that was good mm. been I, I like this uh channel nerd soup uh that you can find them on youtube they also have podcasts they talk movies and stuff they were huge game of thrones guys uh that's what made them really popular um but they, they do uh, they do bi-weekly podcasts like twice a week Oh wow. um, so but they're they're like an hour long so I, I would recommend checking them out they're good um they also do a lot of star wars stuff superhero stuff so if you like that um must be nice to uh be able to do two times a week and make a lot of money huh <laughs> and then <laughs> they don't make that much money anymore i don't think uh but yeah i think that's about it holden are you ready to take us to the end of the show i think so uh short episode this week uh but it is what it is. Didn't yeah, have a the lot. little things. Yeah, it's, it's the little things that get it's you the little caught. Podcast. Except, um, next week, uh, did we want to watch Malcolm and Marie? Sure. Okay, that'll probably be what we do next week because I think that comes out on Friday. If not, then it'll be something else that we watch. <laughs> I'm entirely sure. It is pretty cool that we're we're getting new movies. I think Nomadland comes out in two weeks so maybe we'll finally get to watch that one too soon wow yeah okay so but if you want to leave us requests you can do that by leaving us a five-star review on itunes if you haven't already or you can send us an email to tauntpodcast at gmail.com or or can, uh, we'll hunt you down if or, you don't yeah. do either so uh <laughs> or you, you can do that uh, donate to our uh, Patreon and leave our recommendation a recommendation in there. Um, yeah, follow us on the social medias. 
think that's about it, honestly. Wow, Holden. What a what a podcast, man. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a good time, but not a long time. Shout out to uh, my roommate, Becky, for uh, making it into grad school. Wow. Good for her. Neither of us have done that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What's she going for, Holden? Uh, like theater stuff. I don't know exa- uh, exactly like what her degree title is, but. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, anything else or shall we call it a podcast? We'll call it a podcast. Oh, this is a goodness. podcast. I don't have to talk to this guy anymore. Oh, my mic's still on. Uh, <laughs> adios, pantalones. Love you.